From Barbados to Banchao, St. Vincent to Shinju, Trinidad to Taipei, time to celebrate Caribbean culture. We're Talking Tropics on ICRT. Welcome to Talking Tropics, a look at the nations of the Caribbean, their culture, their stories, and the issues which are affecting the region. I'm your host, Tim Berge. Today we're going to take a look at the culture, the arts, and education in Haiti in a chat with John Ali Gill, a historian, poet, author, literature professor, cultural conservationist, and public intellectual. From an early age, Gill was surrounded by art and culture. He hails from the Haitian town of Jacmel, located in the southeast of Haiti. Jacmel is famous for its French colonial architecture and was once home to a thriving coffee trading industry. For Gill, the city's rich heritage shaped his development and career. I grew up in Haiti and uh, in Jacmel. It's a beautiful city in the south of Haiti coast. Uh, and uh, I grew up in that city where, you know, guys talk so much about all those famous writers uh, like René Bittes, uh, Hannibal Price, uh, Charles Moravia, uh, all these famous writers and painters and uh, artisans uh, that grew there and grew up there. And then so I became very interested because everywhere you went, uh, art was there, you know, when we were growing up, art and music and theater. And so and then I just had to to to, to be one an artist myself. Uh, and so that's why I became very interested in literature. And then I studied literature. Jack Mel was once dubbed the City of Light, being the first city in the Caribbean to be electrified. But today it is also known for its annual carnival, paper mache mass, and artisans. Okay, Shakmel is interesting for the fact that it's a city full of artists and artisans. In 2014, uh, UNESCO uh, made a, 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 a city of uh, interest for its artisanat, you know, papier mache, you know, the architecture. And uh, we have a lot of uh, interesting things like the carnival, uh, you know, like Brazil is the uh, carnival the capital of Carnival, Mardi Gras, but uh, Jacmel is the, the city of Mardi Gras, you know, like New Orleans in Haiti, because we have, a, it's a city that was built, uh, the first city that was uh, electrified in the Caribbean since the 1895. And then it is a city that was uh, so rich because uh, the city made its, uh, made its uh, richest wealth from the coffee. It's a coffee pot. And then so we had all those people who came from all over the world to visit and to be. And that was the only city that was uh, touched by the British mail in the 19th century. And uh, that was the city that was communicating already. They have a kind of and a, a water cable uh, that communicate with Kingston in Jamaica, in 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 the Havre in France, so Bordeaux and stuff. So it was a very very rich city, and so that made it. And that's the city that was. Uh, 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 Victor Hugo talk about it because he, he, that he heard so much about Jacmel. He, he dedicated his picture to, to Jacmel um, because his friend, when he was in exile, 
une guerre misée et, et during the time of Napoleon II. Et il était là. And his friend was there, exiling Jack Mel. His friend was the Brigini. He became the, they created the French Lycée in Jack Mel, Lycée Pechina. And so we had all those people who were just crossing France and going to France, and the young people go to France to study. And that created some kind of a, a clout, a, a certain type of uh, elite. And that helps to, to, to give already cachet. To that city, and that city uh, today, uh, you have all this papier mache, all this beautiful architecture that was left uh, through a history, and uh, and uh, that 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 truly gave a very interesting thing. Myself, I, I started adding my collection about uh, furniture of Jacques because I grew up in that city, and then when those people were gone. I just felt like, you know, something had to be done. So I started a collection of antique uh, furniture uh, uh, about uh, Jacques Mel. And so today, after the earthquake, the earthquake truly shook up the city. Uh, the, the, a lot of those beautiful houses, some of them were, went down and they, they lost the, the glory, you know, the beautiful. But uh, when UNESCO and the, the Office of Tourism they came to Jacmel, they decided to do something, and they tried to put a plaster the, the facade of all these beautiful houses. And today, we have the Rue du Commerce, the Commerce Street, where all these uh, beautiful houses, uh, like in New Orleans, are still standing, and people uh, can go there. It's like a historical street. So... Uh, it has a lot of interesting uh, stuff to see and to do in Jacmel, you know, with the food, the, the, the beautiful hotels, and all the artisanat, you know. Uh, Jacmel, with all its, its, its sisters, cities like La Vallée, uh, they have all these beautiful uh, embroidery. Uh, you know, like in, in the 17th century, they still do that in, in, in La Vallée. So all these things make, make the city very interesting. Uh, artisanal, uh, architecture, the food, uh, that, and the people are very nice. Over the years, Gil has started a collection of antique furniture, photos, and other memorabilia to record Jack Mel over the decades. With this information, he has written books and published collections chronicling Jacmel's history. Looking forward, he hopes to one day open a museum to share this heritage with the public for all to enjoy. Yeah, I grew up with uh, one of those famous writers, and one of them was my mentor. And his name was uh, Professor uh, uh, Louis Baptiste. Louis Baptiste was the, uh, the great-great-grandson of Pierre Baptiste, the Godfather of Toussaint Louverture. And at his house, I had the privilege of touching the, the colonial baton of that man with his, his golden his head. And for me, that was a privilege. And then uh, when he died, it just groomed me truly to love history, the history of my city. And then so when I when he died, uh, so his collection and all his uh, library, I inherited that. And uh, so now 
I decided to write books. I have been writing books about Jack Mel since I was in my, you know, 20, 22 years old. And I wrote a, the first book that I wrote was the Les Pères Enfuis de la Poésie Jacquemilienne, the, the, the Lost Pearls, the forgotten, forgotten Pearls of Haitian poetry, of Jacquemilienne poetry. And then after that, I went to write a, a, a big book of history of Jacquemel in, in three tomes. It's a huge books of uh, 800 pages each. And then pictures of Jacquemel. And then after that, before the earthquake, I, I, I published on uh, PowerPoint uh, CDs uh, talking about uh, the, the souvenir, the souvenir d'Haïti, the souvenir of Jacquemel. And then I just continue, and then uh, I wrote all kinds of things. And I wrote my thesis, my thesis, my dissertation for my PhD thesis was uh, about uh, patriotism, humanism, and, and uh, modernity. Three European concepts at the service of French, uh, of uh, literature in Haiti uh, for the Negroes. And so for me, that was a way to give back to the country, to my city, all that wealth that I have inherited because I am just a guardian of all that. And I have already, I, I still have a lot, a lot, a lot of books that I have to write because I have all kinds of manuscripts, original manuscripts of writers. And I could, you know, make annotation like you know, pages of these writings by hand and, and, and put them in modern uh, modern typography, uh, typography, in order to to be able to be, to give to people what belongs to the country, what belongs to the city. For me, that's serving my country, that's serving my city, and I cannot have all this wealth, all this literary and art, and just keep it for myself because the soul is not a cistern to fill up. It is a fountain to let make to 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 let flow in the city. So that's my my motto, and that's why all this wealth of I try to to give back because that doesn't belong to me. Gill has also devoted much of his career to education, including the University of Fondois, Haiti's only rural university. He says Fondois is devoted to getting people out of poverty and building a stronger Haiti, making this endeavor one of the most rewarding for him. Uh, the goal of Fondois is to prepare in agriculture management and management. They had two, two, two departments at that time in order to prepare the young people from the countryside, the son and daughters of peasants. Uh, into taking over a, in a more scientific way of looking at the economy of their department, of their communities. And then so Fondois was all about making a distribution of wealth. Distribution of wealth uh, with hard work and, uh, and, and education. So the, the kids who, were, who came from the countryside were there studying with us. And then they were truly very uh, smart 
because they had that for themselves. They were just near their parents. They were in the city, in their communities, and then uh, they they didn't eat uh, thing that came from France or from America. They eat bio bio food from the country, and they had to prepare it such a way that became, you know, an experience that that I would not have missed for the world. And uh, we had room them uh, in agriculture. We had a bunch of all kinds of classes, and we had all kinds of experiences, field trips, and they became uh, agronomists, and they became uh, bankers to, to open uh, what we call... Uh, a little uh, 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 economy, uh, like uh, like it's like bank for the peasants, so they can borrow money to make their commerce, uh, and the and the, uh, with that, that allows everybody to to be able to to borrow, to give back, and then to 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 become uh, to get out of poverty. So. Uh, Fondois, it was all about making people get out of poverty. Finally, I asked Gil if he had any final words to mention about the country and culture he so loves and is working so hard to preserve. Oh, what I could say, Haiti is a country that needs TLC, tender loving care. A TLC of people who can come and understand. People who go up there and who know that they have to do something to get that country out of poverty. Because Haiti is not a poor country. Haiti is poor because we have irresponsible uh, irresponsible <laughs> people who truly who are there who don't understand that you don't have to be rich, rich, rich to, to, to make a good living. You just have to care. I'd like to thank poet, author, historian, and public intellectual Jean-Elie Gill for joining us this morning and sharing the story of the city he loves, Jack Mel Haiti. For Talking Tropics, I'm your host, Tim Berge. News, interviews, events. For all the latest on Caribbean culture right here in Taiwan, you've been listening to Talking Tropics on ICRT, brought to you by the Ministry of Foreign Affairs.